Hi everyone, I'm Stefan. And I'm Chelsea. And this is a collection of real talks, real interviews, and real miracles. From a saved couple who still make mistakes. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Still, still Human, Human Podcast. Podcast. What are we doing? We are trying something new. You're going to be different. I want to be different. Straight up improv. Terrible <laughs> improv. It's a good song. We're going to be weird. Weird. Well. I feel like we're really loud. We begin to wake up. It echoes in here. Out in the outback. Out in the old west. In the old west. Yeah. We're talking about communication. I should open my beer before we started. <laughs> you can go open right now while I chat to myself. All right. Ah, refreshing. Anyway, um, my wife said something, and, and for the life of me, I do not remember. But um, I'm sure we're not the only ones that feel like this. But since we've started listening to ourselves, oh man, on recordings, don't do that. <laughs> it's tough. It's like it's like, oh, I'm, I I have inflection. I I can sound excited. I'm, I think we could do this podcast thing just fine. I'm I'm emotional. <laughs> I got passion. Have you ever seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off? <laughs> Bueller, Bueller, mm-hmm. so monotone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's me. You know, and, and, and I get it. I, I know I can be monotone a lot. And there are times where I feel like I'm doing improper inflection on the syllables. Syllables. <laughs> on the syllables to sound like a little more excited, happy, joyful. That's a quote from a friend that we know. And I call him a friend because he's awesome. <laughs> yeah. We can call him a friend. I don't know if we can actually call him. He's a friend of a friend. I don't know if we can actually call him. That's all right. It's okay. We don't have to mention it right now. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so, um, yeah, it's just so weird um, just thinking about it it because it's like, as we were talking about on our earlier podcast, podcast number uno. Mm -hmm. Episode one. Yeah, episode one. Eins. What? Eins? What is Eins? German for one. Eins. Oh, you mean un? No. Or E-I-N-S. Uno? No. This is Spanish. It's Spanish, French. Ichi. I don't know what that Japanese. is. Japanese. Oh, man. We're terribly conceited. <laughs> squirrel, squirrel. How long did this it's trail go? It's only because we know the numbers up to 10 in different languages. Not like we actually know what they say. Well, I don't know if. Ichi Nissan. Stop. You're going to offend people. You're going to get emails. Calm down, Daniel. Don't 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 email <laughs> that. Don't don't email me about that. If you can't say it in the language that you just said, don't say it. <laughs> you gotta figure out how to say don't email me <laughs> in okay. another language. Um so what I was getting at. Just put a notice at the bottom of the podcast in every language, don't email me. <laughs> <laughs> Cover your back. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Basically, so bring it all the way back to um I guess the beginning, being comfortable with where you are and improving. 
like for me on my writing, I need to write more and to practice to become better at it, to um, really make things fluid from my mind to my mouth words to my writing by hand, which right now it's, it's not quite there. And then you have talking in front of people. A lot of people aren't used to that. They don't like it. It's, it's a stage fright thing. And being in that state of, well, I want to improve. I want to get better at these tasks, but I'm just so uh, lazy. I, I don't want to put forth the effort and the work to get there because I'm just so comfortable being comfortable. Or people may not know how. True. Or people may not want to actually do the hard work. Right. Well, what do I got to do to be a better speaker? Speak in front of people. I don't want to do that. That's scary. You know, I don't yeah. I don't feel like that. That's probably what other people feel like. Well, I, I can relate to that. I used to yeah. be like that. And I used to have this uncontrollable, I don't know, body response to talking in front of people. It wasn't even my mind that was scared. It was my body, and my voice would start shaking, and I would start sweating, and yeah. it was just not very pretty in high school. You know, like, it's traumatizing, you guys. It is. Jeez Louise. I remember uh, my high school senior class in English, we would be doing these speeches, mm-hmm. and it's got to be like a certain time limit, and yep. you just watch people, and they have these little mannerisms that they do. Like little they switch tick. from side little to ticks. side, or they're always <laughs> doing something with their hands, like Ricky Bobby. What do I do with my hands? What? What do I do with my hands? As he raises, Where did he he's, go? He's raising them up. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, how many ums can you say? In one episode? In one episode. I don't know how many we counted last time. I may or may <laughs> not take them out. I'm debating on being genuine or not. It's <laughs> I mean, just you gotta so be many, real, you guys. Like, you know, so we, many ums. Yeah, we, we want to be real. We want to be authentic and just... Gosh, it's so distracting, though. Like, I don't want, I wouldn't want to listen to a podcast like right. that. Right, and we don't so, want to have people, you know, distracted. tear away and get bored and click end just because there are a lot of ums. Yeah, we'll get better. Yeah, it's work in progress. We're practicing. Mm-hmm. You got to, you know, get, get you got to do it to get better, to improve, which I guess is what I'm trying to get at with Oh, practice. Talking, You're right. Writing. With everything it takes practice. Mm-hmm. You know? Consistency. Perseverance. Yeah. I love those yeah. big words. I love those big words. Perseverance is probably one of my favorite words ever. Isn't that silly? I think it's because I learned it in fourth grade. Something to do with the D.A.R.E. Club, but I'm not sure. You remember the D.A.R.E. Club? I don't know if that yeah. was part of it, but it was like responsibility, respect, perseverance, accountability. It was like the big yummy soul-seeking words of your life and perseverance so it's yeah like, yeah love hey, it. you know what like endurance you know what i love hmm. you oh, yeah. i love you too oh thanks you're sweet happy rebirthday oh hey thanks yeah today's the uh today's the day it's the second year second year that i uh came back to christ Woohoo! So it's wonderful. Yeah, it's wonderful. It's awesome. 
Um, can he? Can you? I mean, just you from last year, February first. Huge difference. Yeah, I huge. Mean, and each year gets exponentially better. You know, it's it's funny. It's so good. You know, now that we're doing this, I mean, we we're uh, we're doing a this year at this time we're um, having a series that we're doing for a church where we're a hosting life a life group where mm-hmm. you know a community small of people group, just life small group, yeah. yeah community of people that are um really committed to christ and want to be around like-minded people life-giving people and we're going through a series called the end of me by mm-hmm. a guy named kyle kyle idleman Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. So the the series, the enemy is about Jesus talking. Uh, well, it's so called many. the Sermon on the Mount, or just the Beatitudes, and that can be covered in another podcast. Or if you have any questions or you want to know about it, let us know. Send send us a message. Uh, where was he going with this? I'm rolling down the tracks. <laughs> Small End life. Of me. Yep. Smaller life group, but but the biggest part of it was is the end of me part. Uh, before I was recommitted in my faith and refound my faith in Christ, it was a long struggle to realize that the biggest problem I had in life was me. Like I would always get in my way and just be hitting roadblock after roadblock after roadblock. I'd be like, man, I'm just trying to improve and get better. But I'm just really getting things worse. (laughs) I'm just hitting the wall. My head hurts. (laughs) Anyway, um, the enemy. um, (laughs) Gosh. Oh, yeah. I can really go on and on about this. But coming to the realization that I'm getting my own way and I need to just take a step back and realize that I can't control... I feel like this is a catch twenty two. I think that's the word I'm looking for. Anything but, but you, right? Right, right. Like I can I, I wanna say like I can't control my destiny, but I can because we are humans, we have free will. That is a catch twenty two. Yeah. Seems like. I know. But in all reality and to those those non believers, those atheists, just hear me out. We were created for a purpose because we are loved and God wanted to have people to love and care that he could care for and he created us out of his own image of his own likeness because he wanted us to love him and he wanted to love us Just he wanted to have people to care for and those people to care for him mm-hmm. and I kind of knew that as a kid but when you get to be an adult or young adult, you try to find your own way. You try to find out who you are, and you're asking all the wrong questions. You're doing the wrong things. You're trying to just go find the answers in wherever you can find them. And that ends up having you fall into a hole. And I just realized, realized this sidebar. <laughs> this has come from where it was in the beginning to where it is now and it's like do these really tie in together bear with me 
<laughs> okay. Unsidebar. Back to the things. The thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we're created and we're... I was talking about myself. Okay. Was I? I'm all lost now. It's lost okay. myself in this track. What I'm trying to get as at is though we're trying to find our identity and we get lost trying to find our, our finding our identity that we find things that we say identify us with things like gaming, World of Warcraft, things like sports. Yes. Like without these things, I'm nothing. And that was me for um, most of my army career because my career defined who I was. And when I was at that place where I was in an office talking to a counselor near tears, knowing that this was my identity and I had to make a choice of what I wanted to do with my future. Because I didn't know. But at those tears, I realized that I was trying to control things that I couldn't control. And I had a voice in my head that said, Stefan, I, I know what you got to do. You know what you got to do. And I've got things for you back home. And back home for me was Nebraska. And if you hear some noise in the background, our young one just woke up. So, um, yeah. Our identity is not defined by our jobs, our profession. I can't really put it into words, but we get lost in finding what it is to define us when what we really should be doing is looking inside us finding that place inside that's empty that needs to be filled and knowing that there's one person that truly knows who we are and knows what we're meant for and what good things we can do he knows our true identity. Just got to talk to him and ask him and whole point and show you the way. Hey guys, I just wanted to take a quick minute to thank our sponsor, Anchor. Anchor is an app where you can record and publish your own podcast. It even sets you up with sponsorships and then distributes your podcast to all the different places. So thank you, Inkyr, for being awesome. Now back to our episode. So, this is interesting. Yeah, welcome back. Yes, I had to go for a little... Our youngin. I was going to say detour, but that's not... Detour? <laughs> oh, so our babies are detour? No, I just met in the podcast. I had to go, I had to go for a minute, come back little side project that she was crying so she's better she's sleeping she's better but yes what were you saying 
you know, I think it was just all about identity. Um, first part was with communication and how we want well, to say it, but now thinking about it with communication is like how we can perceive how we are coming across. And we've had talks, many talks with one another about how we perceive each other's words when they're really not meant. Is that mm-hmm. meant to be coming across like that? Mm-hmm. You're a complete jerk. Uh, no, I didn't mean it like that. And I'm sure I didn't sound like that. I think that's just how you're per- perceiving. perceiving it. That's your that, perception. That's, and I'm like, gosh, yeah, perception I knew is you, real, you, dude. <laughs> Duh. That's, so get that, it right. Like, why don't you just stop, reflect on your own issues? <laughs> like, anyways, he's pretty much just saying like, well, it's your perception, so it must be your mistake. In the yeah. conversation, I'm like, that's not how you apologize. <laughs> you know what sucks? And I'm, I'm going to completely own this right here. Mm. That... I keep that, gosh, what did I say? That I use those words as a stab. Not a stab, but that's like, <laughs> I want to say, it's, it's not a get out of jail free card, but. What? Well, excuse. It, yeah, there we go. It's, it's, it's an excuse that it's I use in my back pocket just to be like, I mean, I do at work sometimes too. You know, which which is stupid because I honestly, and this is bad of me to think, and and I know there's some people out there that are, you know, I've done this too, where you think you're right, know you're right, and you can just say, well, I mean, I'm I'm sorry, but I just that's what you perceive, and sorry you don't see me doing. Yeah, I'm sorry you're taking it that way. Honey. That's just. How, how I am. Don't Mom. you remember? It was like the whole first year of our relationship. I was like, um, no, you're taking it wrong. I'm right. Remember? Mm-hmm. I was the queen of, uh, I'm sorry you feel that way, but you're taking it all wonky. Yeah. <laughs> I not say that, but yeah. I was like, I'm right. You're wrong. You suck. I'm awesome. In my head. You know what I mean? I'm pretty much the you know what. Like, I know what the hell I'm talking about. You don't know what the heck I'm talking about, so obviously you're taking it wrong. <laughs> Isn't it terrible? Yeah, it's it terrible. I, mean, it, and I hope I that, don't talk to you that way anymore. No, no you're the one giving no. me the the shaft when it comes to perception. Come it, on, it's bro. It's bad too. I do it at work too. I mean, I've told you stories about mm-hmm. it. It's like I know, but, and I'm but like, the thing uh, is, is like, kettle. okay, well, you need to um, pot calling the kettle black or like, <laughs> come the on, The pen is red, red, red. No, it's blue. Liar, liar. Oh, I don't Jim remember. No, I probably said that wrong, but yeah, okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's it's um, the perception thing. You gotta see things from the other point of view, like put yourself in the other person's shoes, mm-hmm. which sucks because with my wife, you hate it. I don't. It's like your it's, worst it's, it's, nightmare. Well, I mean, it, it's hard, and that's something I need to get better at. And with better at, I need to practice. Oh my that's gosh, hon. it took me so many years, so many years. Obviously, it took me a year after we met. 
a year after we met to start working on it with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And and like it thank God I started getting better in like maybe six months. But honestly, I've been working on it since I was 17 because my family used to call me a bee all the time. Literally, that was like my name. Did you make honey? FNB. No. Anyways, but <laughs> like hearing that over and over and over again is like, no, I'm not. You guys are just not taking me right over and over and over and over and from my friends, from my family. And it's just like, wanted to get better I wanted to get better and over and over and mm-hmm. over for years thinking I was actually getting better wasn't getting any better and finally I think it was like five no six years at working at it that I actually started to see a difference and it um, and then after that it was like exponential like each year has been ex- exponentially better because I learned to stop relying, um, stop thinking that I'm always right and actually think, you know what, it doesn't matter if you're right, they have their own experience of the conversation. Mm -hmm. And if you really wanna understand how you're coming across and being understood, then you need to pay attention to how how they are reacting. Mm -hmm. Because their reaction is key. Because mm-hmm. if somebody is reacting to you defensively, you're making them feel defensive. That means you're coming off aggressive. You know what I mean? And so, like, I took that into consideration at work. And time after time after time, I was like, why are they reacting that way? Why are they such a bee? <laughs> why are they so irritating? Why don't they understand me? <clears throat> why is this person copping an attitude? And it was like, okay. How am I coming across? How am I coming across? How am I coming across? Nine times out of ten, it was me. But there are some people who are like just grumpy no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, it's like so few and far between that <clears throat> professionally, I mean, with you, it's like daily. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah. we're getting there. But honestly, Yay, it's like marriage. you finally get the trick down to like gauge their reaction off what you're doing. Because if you just keep blaming them and for being irritating or defensive and it's all them, like you're never going to go anywhere. Hmm. And it's going to take you 20 years to get where you need to go. And that's how you can literally change the way you act. Did you do that on your own? Uh, For a good part of my life, yeah. (laughs) Before I was saved, but you know how he is. He's in the background all the time. You didn't even know it. But yeah. He was pointing you in the right direction pretty much and I didn't you know, just had yeah. that urge to yeah the really urge to change yeah because mm-hmm. you're sick of where you are until you bottom out and in, until you hit rock bottom of self-worth and frustration and anger and hitting a wall a thousand times until you're done you won't be done and you will not change so you have to be there there uh, the same goes for anybody else they will not change until they are ready and you can't force them Right. So no matter what anybody does, until you're ready, it's not going to light a fire under your butt. It's not going to actually manifest. It's just a dream. It's just pathetic practice. Like, it's useless. It's absolutely going nowhere. Like, you won't actually change until you start doing the work, and you have to, you have to want it you know, bad enough, I guess. 
that's my two cents. <laughs> that was good. like a buck fifty right there. Oh, thanks. About three fifty. About three fifty. You know, <laughs> I want to sidebar. Nobody email me that we're referencing South Park on a Christian podcast. Okay, I don't care. <laughs> that's from our past lives, and it trickles in. I can't forget it forever. Okay, three fifty forever. Got about three fifty. <laughs> I love it. Oh Good stuff. man, it's terrible. Yeah. No emails, please. So, you know, it's funny we're saying that now. <laughs> Just no emails, please. Unless they're positive, and you understand, yeah, well, you understand the struggle of like old humor back in your day when you weren't really a Christian to now trying not to incorporate it, incorporate mm-hmm. it in your daily life is so hard. Yeah, life's hard. Life is you're, so you're hard. It's complicated. As long as nobody asked me where the reference came from, I'm good. You know what? Life's hard in general. I mean, if you're a Christian (laughs) and you are a devoted Christian to following the Lord and doing your best to live righteously. Mm -hmm. Because there's just a lot of difficult decisions and, yeah, just decisions in life it's just it's really difficult what I wanted to say and and this is another sidebar to your sidebar oh, but it's not sidebar. with the sidebar so okay. it's another sidebar to the sidebar got it sidebar sure what perfect <laughs> what I wanted to say and I wanted to share um, one of the things well not one of the things the the biggest reason I fell in love with my now wife was her hunger to grow and her her vision like what she could see she uh i lost most of that when what you were saying but my wife just has this fire to learn to get better and grow and people like myself who have been living under a rock who's wanted to grow and just really had no desire or just stuck in the comfortable state i really don't know that's what i'm saying you were comfortable it's like i i was so cocky and so prideful and so my high horse for for so long like i knew it I knew things. I was good at learning. I thought I knew everything. And, you know, my family was not afraid to tell me, no, <laughs> honey, <laughs> get your head right. And uh, in, in, in a very impactful way, I guess, we kind of had that effect on each other. <laughs> um, so it was like, it was a very... Um, powerful upbringing I guess in all the senses because it wasn't mediocre it wasn't middle it wasn't even tempered at all it wasn't comfortable at all it was hard it was fast it was loud it was passionate um it was go 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 you know learn 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 it was like it was all over the place and it was extreme and as a result I'm extreme Mm-hmm. I'm passionate. I'm 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 full of fire. I I see huge potential in people. I see 
the best and the worst. I, I, I see things you can't see because I have been living this crazy extreme life. And it, I'll go into my child. It's not like it's been crazy, but passionate and wildly intelligent and on fire. You know, I can't explain it any other mm-hmm. way. It's just we're not, you know, humdrum. Is, that's the right word. Yeah, I, I know it's you know, like it's, very like mellow. Right. Yeah. And, and I'm glad because it lit a fire into my butt, you know, and I got right. Yeah. Especially with the Lord. Yeah. You know, looking at my upbringing and there's still a lot that I need to try to remember and recall because a lot of it is still fuzzy and hazy because it mm-hmm. just never really, I, I packed it away. I, I locked it away. A lot of people do through, though. Through a, I mean, I did too. Because the, the biggest thing for me is I felt and I think well I know my wife would agree but I was sheltered and you know things that drove me was I was a personable person I I enjoy people I love talking to people getting to know people I, I like to see the best in people I'm I'm a very trustworthy person like if I was to meet someone and have a nice conversation with them yeah it might be bad but I'm going to trust them if I had a good conversation with them and I got a good feeling from them I'm going to trust them and if you know turns out that oh I was wrong okay well I still believe that there's good in them you know as Luke would say the Darth Vader I can still sense the good in you mm-hmm. but <laughs> yeah, there, there's a, um, and I just got really mellow, like really mellow when I was out on my own, just stayed away, I hid under a rock, and all my personality went into a computer, and that made it really rough when we first, <laughs> first started dating, I was so awkward. Mm-hmm. Didn't know how to socialize. Put me behind a keyboard, though. I'll, I'll socialize all day. With a beer or a drink. Back then, it was a drink. Oh, it's like a couple of drinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but hey, at least it's not like that anymore. Because I've changed. <laughs> I've done changed. Mm-hmm. In my southern drawl. Yeah. Western. Oh, goodness. Okay. <laughs> uh, gosh. The other thing is that I want to highlight, and, and you've done a really great job of doing in this marriage, and I want to say, first and foremost, marriage is hard. Mm-hmm. Marriage is, is tough because without Christ, without faith, without any of that if we're talking straight atheist or just you believe in something else marriage is going to look like and and this is just my opinion it's my opinion and from what I've seen is you go to work both of you go to work come home and you might spend some time together but your just focuses and your focus and priorities are all misplaced 
you know, love's not given in the right area, respect's not given in the right area, the intimacy, the sexuals aren't in the right area. I mean, it's, things are just way out of whack. And if you really are having a struggling marriage, and you, it might be because there's not that intimacy level, there's not that level of respect and love, there's, you're not communicating in the right effective way, which is what I think the biggest problem that we have, not, not us, but marriages in general, is the communication. And from a guy, communication is hard because we're not a talkative bunch of people. We need to be, especially when it comes to the marriage. Am I right? You want to know what's really dumb? Here's my opinion. When I first got with you, I was perfectly fine not talking about everything. Perfectly fine, you guys. I lived on my own. I was fine not explaining everything I'm doing. What am I doing? Where am I going? What's up next? What's on the schedule? What's for dinner? Like, no. I was quiet. I was by myself with my cat. Sometimes I talk to my cat. That's it. You know, come into this relationship and in order to figure out what the heck we're doing, like, daily, you have to talk to each other. And it was so frustrating. I'm like, I don't want to talk either, dude, but I have to. To and then, figure out what's going on. Yeah, it was just so frustrating. I'm like, oh, come on. If I have to do it, you have to do it. And that's why people stop communicating sometimes, too, because it's just so frustrating. Oh, uh, yeah. The, the, the significant, the, the spouse can just be so, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that you might. Literally mm-hmm. want to stab them with a knife sometimes. How did you know with choking? But <laughs> both I mean, pretty violent. <laughs> <laughs> But whoa, whoa. Oh my goodness, yeah. Sometimes whoa, pump it the brakes. gets real. Pump the brakes, sister. Oh, communication. You know, and, and then let's insert faith. Let's insert Christ. Let's. It's still hard. Newsflash. <laughs> Life after baptism is not walk on the clouds. Hey, they're, they're, that's a great way to put it. It's, it's not what people are perceived like, oh, they're they're always happy. They're always cheerful. I mean, life's great for Christians. Life, you know, they've got Christ. They've got, you know, they're saved. Life's great. They don't sin. Yeah, bull. Yeah, yeah well, right. I mean, Daily, they, dude. Uh, okay, so funny thing. This is kind of a sidebar, but our podcast name still human. Oh yeah, it's because we're still human after baptism. <laughs> you know, there there's a. Uh, I'm probably going to just irritate the crap out of me if I get this wrong. But <laughs> I'll just say it's in the chapter of Romans where it says... Hopefully. Sidebar. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just forgot the whole oh, phrase. No, oh, no. Oh, no. Sorry. Uh, no, no, it's fine. Um, drum roll, please. Even though we are still... Okay. Nope. I will, if you guys are curious to what that verse was, <laughs> let, we can put email, it in the notes. Email, we'll, we email, can put it and, in the notes. Yeah, we'll put it in the notes. If we need but to. the Stefan version is, even though we are still human, God has so loved us that he gave us his son, Jesus, to die for us because he loves us and 
God has made this... Sin has gone so far out of selfless acts, out of pride, out of lust, out of all these things that are bad. Sin has gotten so far that it's to a point where getting back to the right path of not being in sin to live a righteous, clean, free, perfect life is so high. God had to send his son, Jesus, Mm -hmm. to carry all that weight of our mistakes, of our human pride, selfishness, and our human identity to the cross where he died to let us know that he loves us, that he's going to send himself. Wow, roadblock. (laughs) I didn't even know where I was going with that, but... Okay, that well, still human. I think it's because it's so ingrained in us as human beings. The sin is so intertwined with our, with how we were made. Like, it's natural. It's a natural yeah. thing to want to sin, and to sin. Like honestly, it's in your head half the time, yeah. mentally sinning about your thinking, disrespect in your mind, lust. Like it's not all physical. Some yeah. of it's just in your mind, but it's so natural that the only way we could ever live up to God's perfection is through Jesus and what he did for us. Yeah, so. it's... Gosh, this is going to... I don't even know if we've been on, like, track once. Well, I that's really all right, you guys. The conversation was, like, sidebars, sidebars, sidebars. That's so, the way life is. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you guys have any questions, definitely let us know. Send us an email or whatever. A DM on Instagram. Yeah. The best way. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be great. We look forward to hearing from you guys, and you guys have a great day. Have a great day.